Welcome to the Write, Sell, Succeed podcast, where it's all about the message you convey that compels your customers to pay. And now, here's your host, Gloria Rand. Welcome to Write, Sell, Succeed. I am Gloria Rand, your host of this podcast. And today I want to... Well, veer slightly away from our usual format in talking about social media marketing or content marketing, all that fun stuff. But I, I've been thinking about this lately, and, and, and part of the title of the podcast is actually Succeed. And, well, and Sell, too. And the way to be able to do that is to make sure that your website works <laughs> and that it can not only be, uh, you know, listed on Google so that people can find it, but that it can also keep its listing and perform well. So let me get to the reason why I'm talking about this is I had a very bad experience over the weekend, last weekend, uh, when I got an email uh, from a uh, the uh, service that I have that's been uh, kind of monitoring my website, and it said that they found some malicious code on my website. I was like, oh, great. Malware, basically. And if I didn't get it taken care of, then actually my site could certainly get penalized by Google or even delisted altogether. So I was scrambling around calling them and trying to figure out, ah, help. What can I do? What, how do I, how do I deal with this? So luckily, um, this company that I have, it's a, company called SiteLock. And they were able to get me some new protection. They actually then went in and I've got my site cleaned. They took out all the malicious code and now I'm protected. I've got some firewalls on there so that um, I won't, you know, hopefully uh, get hacked again. It's going to be, or certainly be a lot more difficult for someone to get back in. Now, luckily, you know, what happened to my website wasn't that bad. I mean, yes, it isn't good to have malicious code to have like this malware on there, but it didn't affect this, the look of my site. There are hackers who can go out there and really, really mess you up because I'm sure you've all heard, um, you know, about the headlines, like major companies like Chase and Target, um, having data breaches and not, you know, stealing, stealing, uh, you know, the information from their users, which is, which is huge, but also uh, hackers can go in and, and really disrupt how your website looks and everything. So it's, 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 you know, it's easy for a small business owner to say it won't happen to me, but let me tell you, it happened to me. <laughs> okay. Like, like I said, so you've, you've got to, you've got to take some time and, and do some preventative measures because, uh, again, um, People can, you know, and then they can also log into your email server to send spam. And I've, I've definitely had that happen as well. So um, it's as a business owner, it's really important for you to understand these dangers and know what needs to be done to minimize your risk of being compromised. So in that vein, I found a great article today from sitepronews.com that I wanted to share with you that has some specific tips on how you can protect yourself, protect your business, and protect your website from hackers. So number one is to keep your website platforms and scripts updated. So if you use a CMS, a content management system like WordPress, Drupal, or Joomla, it's important to install updates as they become available because 
the makers of these platforms often find and fix security holes that are, will leave your website vulnerable to attack. And unfortunately, WordPress is especially vulnerable because it is so popular. So make sure um, also if you have any shopping cart systems or, or plugins and scripts that, you know, help with some extra functionality on your site, you need to make sure that these are updated. And, and that's one thing I have to start looking into, too. But I know, um, now they don't mention this in the article, but I know from experience I've had in the past, you have to be careful about updating, especially updating plugins on WordPress, because I believe there's like, you need to be very careful about how you do that, because sometimes that can mess up your site. So before I do it, I'm going to actually do some research myself and figure out the best way to do it. Okay, second tip is to be careful with user uploads. So I know many business owners will allow users to upload an avatar or a picture or some other file to a website or a form um, because it's adding interactivity. But unfortunately, it also allows a way for malicious scripts to be uploaded to your server. So make sure that you've got some security measures in place that check these items from users to see if they're safe before uploading them to your website server. Third tip is to protect your web forms because sometimes it is possible for hackers to fill out a contact form and then place malicious code into the name or email fields. So again, having some sort of tech person review your website can protect you from leaving this opportunity open to hackers. Fourth tip is to set up strong passwords. This is very important. Well, you know, I think a lot of people have gotten a little bit more savvy about this. Uh, you know, some still leave their usernames at admin on, on WordPress, especially, or they set simple passwords, um, you know, like password123 or use the same password for every online account they have. Oh, you know, like all through social media and all that stuff. But if you're using first names, pet names, simple words, these are easy to get. So, and, and there, al there are algorithm, bleh, I can speak, algorithms out there that hackers can use to easily figure out your user ID and password when either are very simple. So the way to do this is to add some numbers and symbols and capital letters. And there are some programs out there um, that you can use that will help you come up with a password. Um, in fact, I was using that yesterday, as a matter of fact, because I was changing the password on my website. And I've changed it on my uh, hosting site as well. Make sure you also have a good, strong password on your hosting site. Um, so there, I think it was one, I think it was called Passwords Generator or something like that. But you can, you can Google that. The other thing to do, which again, I have not done, but I am seriously considering is there is, a, there are services out there that will let you, it's like, I forget what it's called now. I, I want to say one pass, but I'm not sure if that's right. But it's basically you create one master password and then they go out and come out and they create all these other passwords for your different accounts, you, they'll, you load them all in, but then you only need one password, I think, to get into everything. So that's an option too, because I know it does get to be inconvenient trying to memorize complex passwords. But if you don't want to be hacked, it, it's worth the effort. So consider that. Uh, let's see. Number five, number five tip is to lock down your directory and file permissions. So it's important to have someone with technical expertise review your hosting server directories to make sure the read, write, and execute permissions are set in a way that allows for maximum security. 
So look at folders, directories, and individual files to review their settings to ensure your website is as secure as possible from harmful attacks. And, and that's why it, it may pay to have you, uh, you know, install some sort of service that is going to actually take care of some of this stuff for you so that they're constantly monitoring and, and keeping things out there um, well, keeping the hackers at bay, I should say, so that you aren't having to do that. Uh, number six is to set up a generic website error page. So if you have a portion of your website where users need to log in with a username and password, be careful what information you share on the error page. So for instance, if someone wants to log in and they give the wrong username, it's better to have a generic error message that says wrong username and password combination. Uh, see, this way, <coughs> excuse me, I'm sorry, you're not providing would-be hackers any clues to guessing the login credentials. And of course, having the ability to lock a user from trying to log in after too many failed attempts can protect your website as well. And I know I've I've run across this with other websites that I've gone that I have accounts with and that I try to log in and sometimes I do forget the password and they will tell you, hey, you know, you got like one more try and then that's it. We're going to lock you out and then you're going to have to call to be able to get this account straight. So that's something you might consider having on your website as well. Finally, the last tip for you is to use an SSL secure uh, certificate. And SSL stands for Secure Sockets Layer. And this is particularly in important if you have a shopping cart system, a membership component, or your website collects other personal, uh, you know, sensitive personal data via online forms. So if you get this, when you get the certificate, it protects that data that's being submitted into your website by encrypting it as it travels from the web browser to your web server. So that, again, makes it much harder for hackers to intercept and malign. And not only does the SSL protect your data, but it also, you know, provides a sense of security for your customers when they go to purchase. You'll probably lose sales if you don't have an SSL installed. So also, Google will give you a small SSO ranking benefit uh, to websites with, when you have that installed as well. So again, if you are kind of uncomfortable doing that security review yourself, hire some sort of tech person to do it for you. And when you're hiring a web developer, make sure that, you know, he or she is aware of security issues as well and will do whatever they can to protect you. So let that be a lesson to you for today. Um, hope you take that to heart. And uh, that's going to do it for this edition of Write, Sell, Succeed. As always, I encourage you to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or Stitcher Radio. And as well, if you would be so kind as to leave me a review, that would be awesome. I would love it. And if you have any comments about today's show or one of our past episodes, I'd love to hear from you on social media. You can connect with me online at Gloria Rand, uh, at Twitter, I'm and use the hashtag write, sell, succeed. I'm on Facebook, uh, pretty much everywhere on social media. I think the only thing I'm not available on is Snapchat. I haven't gotten involved in that one or Meerkat really either. Um, okay. So, um, for that's going to do it for me. I am Gloria Rand. As always, I wish you much peace, love, and prosperity. Thanks for listening to the Write, Sell, Succeed podcast. Want more information? Visit GloriaRand.com. And don't forget to follow Gloria on Twitter, at GloriaRand. Let Gloria know you're listening. Use the hashtag WriteSellSucceed. succeed.